0: I have no idea if my thing is working or not.
1: Hello, and welcome to episode number 55 of Unrelenting January 6, 2023. I'm Darren O'Neill. I'm coming to you live. From a bunker deep in the heart of Middle America, just outside of Shirek, where I don't even know when New Year's is, Gene. Uh, I think we're past New Year's. Don't you think. Are we? It depends. Which one are we talking? And then which Christmas? That's true. When is Chinese New Year? Do you you should know all the New Year's dates. Yeah, Chinese New Year is January twenty second. It is Sir Gene, the only man who gets all of his information directly from Chat GPT. <laughs> that would be Adam. Not the, Gene. The answers are right there. It's It's, it's all the people and it's not just Adam. There are so many people that are like anything now is like, let me put it into this. Let me put it into this.
0: I've got a friend uh, that's a very successful multimillionaire type. Uh, I guess he's a consultant and uh, he's an advisor consultant.
1: He he is using chat GPT to write ad copy. Really? Mm Mm-hmm. And it gets it how far? I mean, not. A, I'm guessing not a hundred percent. No,
0: no. Oh, here's what he does. He he has to do like three or four different versions, and then he'll look through them and copy and paste bits from each together to come up with his final product. He says it saves him at least fifty percent of the time.
1: I believe that because there is a few different things that this kind of technology, I think, would yeah. be able to do fairly well. And when you look at things in a very small box, like advertising copy, mm-hmm. we all know there's not a lot of difference between the ads for all the products out there. Right. They're all trying to push your button. There's all the little keywords. There's all the, you know, It's it's got to be quick. It's got to make you emotional. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting that, that our chat gpt overlords have configured this one out mm-hmm.
0: i think um yeah i think we can, with the ai doing uh amazingly beautiful art um there's ai composed music now that's freely available because you know you can create it super fast and easy there's no reason to uh
1: oh that's copyright now, is, it is there and I'm guessing there has to be, but I haven't run across any yet. Yeah. Systems and I think, that are out there. So can you go that would see, this would be perfect, especially for podcasters to be able to go and be like, um, mm-hmm. give me a theme song that's something, you know, and give it like three or four Sounds different songs. Sounds kind of like the Dukes of Hazzard, right. but not really. Right. <laughs> Sounds like the Dukes of Hazzard theme, but I won't get sued for
0: it. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Exactly. Yeah. That stuff's out there now. I mean, it's all in experimental phase, right? It's all. People that are writing the software wanting to have people tinker with it and uh, provide feedback. And I I heard Adam's feedback yesterday where he was basically saying it's all bullshit. What it does is simply uh, uh, get bits and pieces from something else. Well, that's true because it's a a general AI system. It's not... it's not doing magic here. What it's doing is it's looking at statistics with a bit of randomness based on what it knows. So if you ask it about a topic that is very broad or that there's a lot of information on, I should say it's going to give you pretty damn good results. If you get niche with it and say, um, looking at podcasting (laughs) 2.0, Give me, uh, you know, the best ad copy or something.
1: Right. Well, we've it's not going to do this.
0: nearly as good a job because the amount of information that it has access to on that topic is very limited. And so you're asking it to do something that it doesn't have much
1: knowledge about. Well, we've learned this with the video deep fakes for one, which there are systems out there now where you can go and just Mm -hmm. give one static photograph. And it does a pretty good job of overlaying that on another person's body. But if you give it 10,000 photographs, it's going to do a way better job. So the more information it has, the better it's going to do. And the interesting thing is if you ask for something in text form, like explain something to me, sure, it's going to grab content that it's finding online. And that's pretty easy, as you said. Mm-hmm. If it's a small niche thing, yeah, you're going to be able to tell where exactly it's taking the information mm-hmm. from. But if you go give me music, music has always been borrowed. I mean, that's mm-hmm. how humans have been doing it, which is, huh, I'm going to take this blues riff and I'm going to make it a little different. Well,
0: you you remember that uh, four chord song, right? The four, Well, all you need is three chords in the truth uh is that a name of something
1: well that's like like country music that is like a slogan going way back all you need to make country music are three chords and the truth so this is a song from axis of awesome
0: i you've got to have heard it let me let me see if um, i'm going to start it tell
1: me if you can hear it or not and you're going to play something that'll get us immediately kicked off of youtube if we were on it hear that at all i cannot but we've gone through your audio routing issues you don't hear that no. What the hell, man? You don't know how to route audio. I
0: do know how to route audio. and this... Oh, I know what I did wrong.
1: And NetNet wants to know if your voice is getting deeper. No. See, if we get Gene yeah. within five it, minutes of waking all, up.
0: Exactly. This, the secret to a deeper <laughs> sounding voice for Gene is the length of time between when Gene wakes up and when he does a recording.
1: Yes. If you catch him at the end of the day, he's like Mickey Mouse. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah, I, I finish like this. Usually right around there. <laughs>
1: So you know how much sleep he's gotten. That's how you can tell. Yeah, it works. It works awesome. But music, yes. I mean, music is a different beast than being able to write somebody's term paper is a little different than music because music is ripe for taking various things and kind of mixing them together. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So all these systems work. Oh, give me a loop that's all these loop packs and that's why music sounds so much the same now similar huh? <laughs> very similar yeah because they're using the same drums they're using i mean it's funny because there's a i forget what the name of the scream is that was recorded back in the 1950s which mm-hmm. has been used in like everything now from all the star wars to really okay and, and it's because it became like a thing and there was one guy that worked in the industry that thought it was funny And then other people started using it as well. So there's if you do a Google or YouTube search for scream, uh, Mm. you'll find it if you do the right search. I don't need your chat GPT. will tell you what to search for. But it's interesting when you go and you hear it's like it's the exact same scream from movies from the 50s until now. yeah. Yeah, that's funny. Okay, one more test. Testing. All right. Did you hear that? I heard like something rustling. I did not hear.
0: It was uh, people clapping.
1: I did not hear people clapping. No. Oh, but you heard something rustling. What the heck? I heard oh, some man. kind of noise. I don't understand that. You do not. This is audio routing 101. Don't you have a Motu? Yes. That may be the yeah. problem.
0: Uh The Motu may be the problem. No, this, could be. this. you're literally the only guy that this doesn't work for. Okay. Let's try it again. Okay, bad idea. You hear that? Yes. Yeah, okay. That. I'm going to play just a little bit. We're not going to get in trouble. Don't worry about it. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Jordan. I'm Lee. And I'm and We are I'm the, the Axis, axis of awesome. awesome. And I'm Benny. We've been a comedy rock band for close to 40 years now. Mm-hmm. And, and all that time, we've never had a hit. And yeah, I'll just, yeah, but you guys know why. Why? Because we never wrote a four chord song. What do, you, what do you? What's that? What's a four chord song, Benny? Well, if you want to, all the greatest hits from the past forty years just use four chords. Same four chords for every song. It's dead simple to write a pop hit. Just four. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. These four Here. One, two, three, four chords. Sorry, let me That's get this straight, a... Chicken Little. Um, <laughs> what you're, um, what you're trying to say is you can, you can take those four chords, repeat them. And pump out every pop song ever. Is is that what you're saying? Yeah. Fuck off. Yeah, fuck off, chicken little. (laughs) Just listen.
1: This is going to sound really great after all the processing. Uh, What's that? This is going to sound really great after all the processing on your vocal channel. I'll send you a link. To, you can swap it out. I'm not swapping. I just think I'm doing audio editing for this. Do work, man. Do work. It's <laughs> hilarious, though. Yeah,
0: that is Don't Stop Believing
1: by Journey. A yeah. yeah. Original, a few more so fit. Because there's exactly. only, what, seven major chords anyway.
0: brilliant. My love is pure. I saw an angel of that I'm sure. Well, that's just
1: two songs that are similar. That's, that's not a good young.
0: Three songs. I want to be oh, young.
1: Even better with an acoustic. Yeah.
0: No more, no more It cannot wait I'm yours This is the way you left me I'm not pretending No love, no hope, no glory No happy ending Cause you were amazing
1: music works
0: anyway you get the idea uh it's uh i, I will send you a link to at least put into the freaking uh link into the show notes
1: well there are only so many major chords you
0: know uh, yeah, but this song covers about 300 different pop songs that have all been top hits.
1: Well, because people that write pop music are not exactly Beethoven. There's no uh-huh. reason to go beyond there's, there's the patterns that for most songs, like, well, if it's a G, then you're going to go to a C and then a D and then G, C. I mean, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's quite interesting. The whole blues concept as well. Which is the patterns just end up repeating. And yeah. this is why we have big musical productions. Cause if everything was just played on an acoustic guitar, you're like, it all sounds exactly the same. You yeah. got to have that melody. You got to bring that out. And that's the difference is that the melodies are what's different, but they're being laid upon the same structure and the same repeating chords over and over again. Yeah. For pop music, that. Right, bicycle. correct because again they found a pattern that people seem to like and they're like let's do that which is why it makes the, it so yep. easy for ai to do this because humans have been doing it for years like well we'll just we'll just copy on that and we'll change the melody a little bit and it'll work
0: well it's a
1: uh it's
0: definitely and it works right so why why fuck with it? yes
1: <laughs> there's that like pop music well, this is how most pop music went to shit this is why Nashville this is where country when country went pop it killed country because country was mainly not about the music it was mainly about the stories, but then right they over glossed and then all the music sounds exactly alike well the stories kind of sound alike too, but well, you're dog
0: do. dying yes. and the the <laughs> Your girlfriend leaving, you. leaving you, the wife leaving you, and the
1: and then the she won't clean your pomegranate for you, and it's horrible. Oh, dude, that's like the biggest thing that I miss <laughs> right there. You just call it out. Eat your pomegranates? Pomegranates cleaned, and that is not a euphemism for those wondering. No,
0: it's not even in a um, uh, double entendre thing. It's you know pomegranates when you buy them yourself they're they're a lot of work i've and, never bought one myself well there you go and my, my ex-wife used to actually uh you know take the the seeds the, the bits you eat out of them and put them on a plate for me
1: and lovingly was, serve them to you well i don't even care about that i was just
0: she she was willing to do it i've never met any anybody else male or female that was willing
1: to do that that's the see there's the bar. If you want to be jeans one and only,
0: Uh, yeah, it's probably not a bad bar to use because it'll never
1: happen. So yeah, you're like, I never want to get involved with that again. I hear you. Well, it's it's a, uh,
0: it's definitely a uh, a funny little piece of trivia. But I, I I challenge anyone to time how long it takes to clean a whole, um pomegranate it, it is i I'm gonna guess last time I did it myself probably like thirty minutes for you know something that's a little bigger than an apple
1: <laughs> net net calling you out saying YouTube cleaning a pomegranate it's not that hard
0: uh it is I know what he's talking about he's talking about the water method I've used the water method it is slow man if you want to get all the seeds out you want to get everything out cleanly without mashing and getting getting the juices flowing out, even using the water method. It is a, it's not that it's hard, right? Anybody can do it. You could teach a, a kid or a monkey to do it. The The issue is how long it takes. It takes way longer than something of that size. And the, the benefit that it provides should take. That's all I'm saying.
1: See, I'm like, just buy a banana. It's really easy to get that ready to eat. Whoa. What the hell is that? What are you doing? You knocking the microphone again? Yeah, yeah, that's not good. Is there an earthquake in Moscow? Is there shelling? <clears throat> yes. you, you seems attack? to be
0: under uh, under some uh, shelling outside. Uh, wasn't Wasn't expecting that. Uh, I think they're starting to. I'm, I'm, I think my noise suppression is killing the the air raid sirens here, but
1: uh, <laughs> well, you had to be careful know, with those. The,
0: the reverberations are are affecting the microphone.
1: I believe it. I do believe it. It's a war zone. The whole country's a war zone. We can't even get a Speaker of the House elected. I mean, come on. Oh, I think it's so awesome, man. It's it's a uh, it's a clown show. hmm Which just goes further to prove the whole thing is just a clown show. Yep. The yeah, Republicans it, are not united. There is <clears throat> well. But I don't blame they're them. They're not for that. because the majority
0: of the Republican Party are rhinos at this point. Yes. Literally the majority. And the few people that actually got elected to be Republicans are saying, fuck this. Yeah, and the so, conservative bastion is,
1: is trying to cause trouble as they should. <clears throat> yeah, good for them. Because they want their points to be addressed, which makes sense. But this is the main difference right now. And it's, I think it's a good thing that the Republicans aren't in lockstep. It's the fact that nobody seems Mm -hmm. to care that the Democrats are Mm -hmm. when it doesn't matter what they're voting on. There is besides cinema and, uh, and what's his name? There's no dissent, right? Right. Cinema is not even a Democrat
0: anymore. Uh, I mean, cinema is basically, I mean, she's libertarian for the most part. Um, and I think the fact that, uh, she is the, the least, liked of all the sexual minorities <laughs> i think that's uh, working against her and with the democrat party as well
1: could be and mansions the uh, one democrat
0: i don't know that- what it is but like I, I don't know if you've heard this but apparently the the bisexuals are the ones that every other type of LGBTQ t plus plus exclamation mark question mark hashtag uh that all of those people really hate because they're like, you're not real, man. You're not hardcore. <laughs> yeah, it's like, pick one. you right. one, goddamn. right. It. You're wishy washy. Well, why would you need to pick one? That,
1: <laughs> I mean, right. that just it, seems. Because their silly. whole concept is let us be who we are unless we don't like who you are. That's yeah, kind yeah. of it. It's let us be who we are and fuck you. Yes. Yeah. But if Let's you do something, yeah, that's like, we don't, yeah. I, it, it falls apart really quick when you well, realize. it does.
0: And I, I I was watching a Blair white video last night and uh, you know, she's talking about how, because she is always objected to uh, any kind of uh, trans activities around minors that she is like the most hated transsexual
1: out there. Well, this does seem to be what the fringe far, left wants is trans for children. And to me, you will never be able to sell that logic to any right thinking person, to any person who has any kind of logic left. Even the most liberal person should be able to go. Uh, kids brains are mush Mm -hmm. and they have no idea what they want or don't want. And the, the tragedy is going to be, we're already seeing it and granted, The news coverage on this is the ultra conservative part. So it's hard Mm -hmm. to put a real number on this, but we are seeing a decent amount of stories of people who have transitioned, who went, oh, fuck, this didn't work. This made things worse. I want to go back. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's what nobody wants to talk about. And how don't you talk about that? Anytime you need to have an operation for something that's like, well, here's what needs to be done. And here are the possible bad things that could happen. Yeah, there's
0: an interview. uh, Who did the interview? I'm trying to remember. Uh, uh, You know, the guy. Well, no, it was. Oh, um, what's uh, Jordan Peterson? Um, His latest video
1: or within the last few days anyway. You mean that they want to send him to a concentration camp to be reprogrammed?
0: Yeah, not that video, though. They do want to do that. But no, he had on his, I don't know, for lack of a better term, video podcast. Um, he had an interview with a 18 year old girl who, uh, transitioned to a male at 14 and then detransitioned back at 16 or 17. And, you know, it kind of fucked her over.
1: You don't say. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Um, Chloe Cole is her name. And uh, I think this came out, well, it says, holy shit, episode 319. Wow.
1: The guy pumps I, out content, man. He does. Holy shit. <coughs> but this me. is the kind of stuff that's not being talked about. And this is the vital stuff that should be talked about. Mm-hmm. Because I know there's some people on the far right who are like, well, no, this, the transitioning. you're, you are what you are. You should never be allowed to do that. But this isn't Here's- even that. Here's my thought on that is um I think that
0: kids have wild imaginations. I mean I still remember when I was a kid. Um and uh it's really easy to you know kind of amuse yourself as a kid by playing with objects that had nothing to do with what you're imagining they are. Um you, know, oh, right. uh, you pick up a rocks stick become, and- yeah, sticks become guns, rocks become spaceships. It's
1: uh, all kinds of, you know, little frogs become people. Oh, I can only imagine you had a lot of rock spaceships. <laughs> they <laughs> rock were a lot spaceships. cheaper, too, than the
0: ones you had They now. were cheaper. You know, back when I was a kid, you had to be careful about picking up rocks because there were mines uh, that were still active underneath a lot of those
1: rocks. Well, that wouldn't be fun.
0: No, no, no. I mean, I avoided getting anything blown off, but uh, yeah, I, I I spent summers in uh, basically a minefield.
1: Were your parents I, trying to get rid of you? Is that where they put you uh, in? No, the no it's a summer job, clearing mines. <laughs> oh, there you go. For 15 mm-hmm. cents an hour. Yeah, when I was six well, six, six, seven. Mm-hmm. That's where the work ethic comes from <laughs> and the fearlessness. Yes, the fearlessness for sure.
0: I'm not sure about the work ethic. But yeah, so you can pretend the stick is a stick to make sure that, uh, you know, you touch what's in front of you and not blow your foot off. And uh, you can pretend that rock is not a mine, just so you don't completely not work around it. So anyway, um, what's going on in, in your world? And we haven't talked for like two weeks because you were you keep having canceling. all kinds of I don't know health issues going on. and... I it's always last minute too, I swear to God. It's like I wake up, I get up, walk over to the sit down from the microphone, and oh Darren sent an email at like some ungodly hour saying, Oh, by the way, I'm gonna be getting my heart replaced today.
1: Um well, we can't do show. 18 hours before the show. I mean, I know you sleep a long time, but I that's that's getting a little ridiculous. It is the winter. (laughs) My people hibernate. I don't think you understand winter in Texas. Is a little different than here in. I don't Chirac. think you
0: understand when I went to sleep and got up just now.
1: I see that's true. That was like
0: yesterday,
1: two, probably right around, right, right around this time, uh, yeah, a little later, now, about one p.m. Well, you need your beauty rest. There's no question. Once you get to your age, man, uh-huh. there's really no amount of sleep that's enough. But no, I was well
0: just dealing that's with, true. and and uh, I still sleep way less than my pet. Well, see, that's good.
1: Yeah, the pet yeah. could be roaming the house, getting to, taking care of business while you just sit there in your slumber could
0: be, state. But he's been sleeping for four days straight.
1: Yeah, that means it's almost time.
0: Almost yeah, time well, for an awakening. We'll, see. well, I keep I keep waiting for him to actually get up and move and do something, and then because I'll I'm gonna I don't what I learned a long time ago is you don't want to feed snakes when they're asleep.
1: Well, because they're asleep
0: yeah because the rabbit goes to waste because you put it in there and then they don't notice it for a whole day and then you gotta throw it away because now they they're not gonna eat it because it's rotten
1: seems like first world problems
0: not really I mean most people that have pet snakes actually live in Asia
1: I did not know that hmm
0: yeah that's a very common pet in Burma in uh,
1: Vietnam mm-hmm and in moscow philippines what yeah in in kiev in moscow uh in kiev i don't think
0: there's a whole lot of snakes in <laughs> kiev i know they ate all of the zoo animals uh in the second month of, after the start of the operation ah well a giraffe is tasty uh never had one but you know i could see that but over here it's all legs yeah well they're that's true. all thigh yeah. all thigh meat it's really big really uh, big i don't think the neck would be all that tasty no
1: no maybe that big purple tongue would be though who knows
0: you know some people really enjoy tongue i i've
1: never been into eating tongue little leche uh not leche uh it's uh lengua is it in uh in in lengua, spanish yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. nice little tongue Le- taco. Leche would be milk yes little con leche a little heavy coffee with a little milk mm-hmm. yes but no, just the usual fun stuff going on here. Had an AFib spell that lasted like a week, which not fun. Well, you're old. You I know. expect that. I know. Need to get in better health. Need to eat uh, the usual stuff. You know, it's like, you know, you need to eat better with the holidays. That never happens. But, uh, you know, hey, I also. So had did just, they fix it? Did they give you something? Um, Just took a little more of one of the drugs I was already on. And that's which one in the metro. Metro. I, for some reason, it's one of those words that I never want to be able to say right. I think it's metaprolol. Oh, metaprolol. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, so you've sure.
0: had some issues in the past then?
1: Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Long before COVID or the vaccines. Right. Which I know everybody wants to jump to. Like, no, no, I had an arrhythmia. Well, you took the
0: vaccine, didn't you? Yeah.
1: The J&J yeah. one, though.
0: Okay. The, you took the non, uh, non-MRNA. Non-MRNA. Not not as evil one. Yeah. Correct. But that took, was, <laughs> yeah, you took the one that didn't actually do anything.
1: Right. Which is fine because I'm still alive. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Placebo, baby, all uh-huh. the way. <laughs> if you're going to take one, that's the one uh-huh. to have. It is. Yeah. But when I was seven, I was diagnosed with an arrhythmia. Mm. And this has kind of reminded me of that because, well, when you're in AFib, and this is how this spell started here again was overnight and it lasted, you know, like 12 hours or something like that nonstop but otherwise it goes back into sinus rhythm and then every now and then it'll pop out for you know 30 seconds or a minute and it'll keep doing that and of course if you go in and you get an EKG done in between it's like no no everything's fine right 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 and that's what I had when I was seven and I was on medication until I was Mm -hmm. like 15 or 16 and then it kind of seemed to resolve itself Mm -hmm. and then it I don't know if this is the same issue at all, but a similar issue, no doubt started popping back up later. And I had no idea until I got with the cardiologist that I have now. And his specialty is the, you know, electrical rhythm of the heart Mm -hmm. that he's like, the (coughs) taller you are, the more likely you are to have this. Yeah. I had a friend of
0: mine that had that. And, uh, I think his final resolution was, uh, losing about, 65 pounds of weight
1: and yeah. then fix it it certainly helps yeah I don't, I don't think it made them shorter though no it didn't make them shorter but again you're more susceptible to it which if anything else it's like you have to then do everything that you can to mitigate now,
0: all of the other factors you've got a, a watch that's capable of telling you this shit right
1: no not yet what the hell man should i get an apple i mean we've talked about this like is uh-huh. it is it worth it? Do I really want yeah. to know? Yeah. You, you know yeah, because I mean? it'll
0: tell you and it'll say, would you like us to dial nine one one for yes. you?
1: Would you like to uh would you like to live today or would not? Please press yeah. one mm-hmm. button here. Exactly. Okay, maybe. Yeah, it, just uh it, what uh
0: send me your address, I'll send you an Apple Watch. Well, you are much too kind.
1: I've got an extra one, so <laughs> what, don't, what what don't, don't you have extra be, of? uh i know right yeah i don't need because it, it's like with all this stuff it's like i don't want all of the bells and whistles i just want the basic uh yeah well
0: i'll happily send you one that's a good cause so i can if it means that you're not going to be missing as many
1: podcasts i'm all for it you're just trying to make it so i don't die because you need somebody to edit the show <laughs>
0: well i like I said, i'll if you <laughs> next time you don't show up i'm still doing
1: the damn show i'll just pull somebody else on you should. Oh, I mean yeah. the other day on Wednesday. Yeah. That grumpy old Ben in. show that you mm-hmm. know spawned this show. Bemrose yep. was having trouble connecting. And with I'm like mm-hmm. in the I'm like on the stream and I'm like, okay, Bemrose is having trouble. I just want to make sure it's not clean feed. I'm like, who's available? Mm-hmm. And within like thirty seconds, Boobery from uh, the Rare Encounter show mm-hmm. and the No in- not I keep putting him in Rare Encounter. I don't know why. Sorry, Boobery, behind the squeams and uh Jenna Millennial. From the MMO mm-hmm. podcast within like 30 seconds. I, I had them links. They were on. We were talking. People were loving the content. Oh, then, I, I was listening. I even dialed in. <laughs> yes, that's right. And then Bemrose came on and it ruined it for everybody. Kind of.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's true. But yeah, I could always try and reach out to him as long as he's awake and the cats are fed. You know, you have to have the cats fed. Uh huh. And well, went- and and if he has a cell phone turned on, which usually he does not.
1: This is true. See, I had mine. I hadn't even blocked. I hadn't done the star 78 for Uma to turn off the ringer. So it rang when you called. I'm like, oh. And I held it up to the, I think people could hear it. I held it up to the microphone, the speaker on that. I could hear it. That's all that counts. Exactly. This is the way we do these shows live. People don't
0: realize that I'm, I'm just doing this podcast just for me. Yes. That's all. You just want my knowledge. I mean, you know, it's, uh, it, if somebody's listening in, I don't mind. I mean, I, people have been listening in on my phone conversations my whole life. <laughs> well, when you're
1: calling so, out of Moscow,
0: yeah. No, I don't care. But uh, for the most part, I just do it for myself.
1: For the funsies of it.
0: Hmm. So how long do you think it's going to take to get a the topic we started on to get a uh,
1: speaker? I would think we're going to have one i know this is going to be uh shocking but i think we're going to have one probably today oh you think all right i do well i think that it's gotten to the point to where they have to know there's only so long you can go with this because i didn't realize that none of the new members could be sworn in until yes,
0: there's correct but that's uh i think that's an advantage um for the uh republicans how so well, um, because more people got elected this election that were Republicans that were replacing Democrats and the you can't swear in new people, but the terms of the old people expired.
1: So the only people that are seeing this is the I'm only people sure left on. are the people that are between terms. So let me,
0: let me read or you this. Say the ones that are reelected now. Who is able to vote on and the, the new only speaker? current members? Oh, uh, on the new speaker, yes. yes. So that would be only the the currently elected folks.
1: The one, not the brand new ones. Okay, so the people coming in since they haven't been sworn in yet, right? But there are more Republicans now because the only people that are still there because everybody in the House yeah, because is there's on the quite same a few schedule. Democrats
0: already whose terms have ended.
1: Right. And well, the House, no matter what, everybody's on the same schedule. It's every two years. Well, yeah. But the difference
0: just being that if you're reelected, then your term hasn't ended.
1: Correct. Yeah. But since so many more Democrats were booted, that definitely.
0: I mean, they still have a majority, I think, either way. So whether they have new people coming in, they'll have a majority or whether they delay it. They still have a majority. So I think either way it works.
1: And the interesting thing is. Where most of the country has no idea what's going on. Yeah, the Speaker of the House seems to have a lot of power because let's remember this has been Nancy Pelosi for the last how many years? Mm Twenty five. It seems like a long. It seems longer than that. Mm -hmm. But Nancy, you can say what you want about her. She wielded a lot of power, and I don't pretty good for an old broad. Now, when it comes down to it, when you look at the pecking order for the politicians in the United States. Mm -hmm. Okay. The president has the most power. I understand it's all Mm -hmm. within a certain amount of checks and balances, but after the president, Mm -hmm. it's certainly not the vice president. I don't even think it is the, the Senate majority leader. It's like, I think it is kind of the speaker of the house because that's, yeah, totally. Also next in line for the presidency. I think
0: the the longest serving speaker of the house was tip O'Neill. Ah, yes.
1: Good relative of mine. Where you oh, had Uncle he? Vlad, I had Uncle Tip. Yeah, Uncle Tip. Uh-huh.
0: Yeah, he was, uh, uh, during, I think the Democrats held the speakership for like 30 years.
1: And that was um, back when you could actually get stuff done. Yeah, from Kennedy
0: down to, uh, uh, what's his face? Um, the peanut farmer. Jimmy Carter. Carter, yeah. So that that long stint ended on Carter. And the Republicans actually got the
1: house. So there's something to be said that this is a bigger deal, I think, than most people are giving it credit for on who is going to be speaker, who is going to have that power. It's
0: a trade off, right? Because you're if you're the speaker, you're not on any committees.
1: Well, and a lot of people don't realize the speaker doesn't actually have to be a member of the House of Representatives either. I don't do too. Yeah. I don't think it's happened in forever that that's been the case. I mean, <clears throat> technically, if you've got a
0: close majority, like enough of a majority to pick the speaker, but not, um, you want to be careful and not remove any of your members from doing actual work, then you do want to bring an outside speaker. That's going to be friendly to you because then you're going to get somebody who's not removing one of your ranks, right?
1: That's why everybody's like, I get Trump. Trump will be the speaker.
0: Like, no. I think it'd be hilarious. I don't think he would do it. No, I don't either. Cause he's got
1: enough issues to deal with right yeah. now.
0: I mean, at this point he's not gonna, I think he's going to bow out of presidency. Oh, I that believe seems that's to the be case. The, yeah. That seems to be the current thought is that he's realizing that it, does he want to die in the middle of the campaign is the question.
1: Well, they're not going to stop going after him. And the question is no. why? It's hilarious that they're still trying to pin the January 6th thing Mm -hmm. on him, even though Mm -hmm. there seems to be more than enough evidence. I mean, just just I mean, there's no question that a lot of the people that committed the acts that they're they've been arresting people for Mm -hmm. were Trump supporters. No question about that. But that doesn't make him responsible for that. I mean, right. it's it's absolutely insane to be like, well, because they were your supporters, we're going to go. And now that's not that's not logical. Now, if he had come out and said and there was this whole plan and he said, storm the Capitol, then I see maybe they could go after him for something. But mm-hmm. that wasn't the case. It seems that there is a paper trail of him saying in the days leading up to that, uh, I think there might be some problems I'm going to mm-hmm. give you. 10, and, and there's National also Guard. evidence
0: of Nancy Pelosi
1: uh, denying the request, yes, for additional security. Yeah, so it's like, so why? Why is that the case? It's like you have to ask yourself, why did Nancy Pelosi go? Well, no, the optics aren't good. It's like, well, do you want the optics or do you want safety? You know, do you want and the then protection the of the capital? Actually, waving people into the building. That was well. Once it was breached, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know there was a whole lot of conspiracy theories leading up to it, but it's like I saw enough people pounding on windows and doors and breaking them. This wasn't like, well, the police just opened it and waved everybody in before there was violence, but there got to a point, you know, there was a breach point, And once people were coming in, well, what do you do? You know, and that's the question because I just covered this on random thoughts this week, which was the Capitol police, the union leader this week is still saying, yeah, we're no more prepared today than we were two mm-hmm. years ago. Mm-hmm. And that that's is good. the, that's the scary part about this. It's like, wait, no, yeah. no plan has been contrived since then in case. Well, I think the, the
0: problem here obviously is that the, there was a, a very poorly organized insurrection. Well, it was because it wasn't really organized. Yeah. Yeah. Had it been better organized, we might have a better country today. Well, it's possible.
1: This certainly was not an armed insurrection takeover of the government. Mm-hmm. Yeah, This seems to be a bunch of loons who decided they were going to, uh, to make a statement. And I think a lot of it is because they were watching the television for, what, a year, year and a half before that with uh, nightly I, Black Lives Matter riots where nobody right. was
0: ever arrested. Nobody ever arrested. No, there was no, there was mostly peaceful. Yeah.
1: And they went, well, if they can do it, we can too. And I yeah. still believe there, uh, there has been evidence shown that there were agent provocateurs, there were Antifa, oh, yeah, there absolutely. were
0: people in that crowd that were there. Dude, they literally found the same photos of the same people there that were at Maidan.
1: Well, this is it. That you get the These violence professional started, protesters
0: um, employed by the U.S. government.
1: And then people follow them. It's very easy to get people to follow. It's not easy to be the first guy. You know, Mm -hmm. that takes some balls, that takes some, I'm going to go out on a limb, but it's a lot easier to be the one to walk in the door after the other people breached it. Yeah. Yeah. And in any situation, when you're dealing with a police presence, protecting anything, whether it's a, you know, even a concert, you know, you see Mm -hmm. at most concerts, there's like one guy at the front of the stage for each aisle of the venue that you're at. Well, if everybody decides to go and rush the stage, those guys cannot stop them. And at some point, if the crowd decides they're going in, those guys just step aside and go, All right, because Mm -hmm. there's nothing they can do. And that's exactly what the police did at the Capitol, I believe. Because otherwise, what was the alternative way to go after things? It's like, Well, you're going to start using deadly force now? What are you going to do?
0: Yeah. Well, and I I do think that there was the other element that played into this is because only one person was actually killed it doesn't paint the government as the bad guys uh, had more people been killed this would be a lot closer to the uh the student protests uh, up in your neck of the woods
1: you mean back in the uh, 60s yeah. here in chicago yeah, yeah. yeah exactly well that's because that was very clear at the time mayor daly was like shoot to kill man take them um, down and that's exactly why they didn't i believe once it was breached at the right. capitol because
0: if you imagine that the exact same scenario happened and like 60 70 americans were just shot and killed the outrage i think would be greater at that point at, and people being mad at the government not allowing like they wouldn't have the opportunity to uh make the lives of these thousand people miserable and put them all in prison. Uh this is uh this was calculated. They wanted to make sure that they didn't screw up and therefore the do not shoot orders were in place. Right. And so because normally, you know, what do we hear every time there's an actual crazy person going into the White House, it, it's absolutely shoot to kill. Oh yeah, and we've seen that multiple times when it's yeah. one person. Mm-hmm. So this time around, I think that this was pre-calculated. They talked about a possible scenario. Nancy was in on it. Turned down the National Guard. Yeah. And those discussions were, uh, this would be great for us to take down Trump. Yes. Let it happen. But make sure you lock the doors to the actually secure places. Right.
1: Made and then, sure.
0: you know, AOC was in fear of her life and hiding in the bathroom the whole time. Oh, well, that For, was that was four some, buildings away.
1: Yeah, that was some great. Uh, just absolutely great theater mm. from AOC on that. Yes.
0: And some white man was knocking on her door and she knew she thought he would kill her Uh huh. because he was the police.
1: Like, why? Well, I'll, this here's an easy thing. Just give all of the members of Congress their own weapon. Teach them how to uh, use it. Yeah. No, they were trying to prevent
0: members of congress from carrying weapons which is so ridiculous i would agree it's like keeping- if every if everybody was armed uh, the debate would be a lot more civil
1: yes and it's a lot harder for a bad actor to come in if everybody mm-hmm. in congress has their own uh nine millimeter sitting on their uh, shoulder the, yeah the, the only problem
0: with that is that i just i don't fucking trust these people with guns i don't trust anybody
1: with guns but
0: i don't I don't trust them with the government, obviously, either, but uh, at least they can't break as much with the government. With the guns, they could do some serious harm.
1: Well, yeah. You know, you, but you have to make sure I, without knowing somebody, I don't trust them with a gun. I mean, I trust me with a gun. As mm-hmm. I've said, it's like I've got three,
0: four pistols. Oh, hold on. Within hold arms on. That's me. not that's totally not the case. Have you never been to a gun range?
1: There's a bunch of strangers with guns around you. That's true. I mean, I there's a certain amount of trust just to walk into a gun range. There's that is absolutely true, Mm -hmm. but uh, you know this does when you look at the events leading up to it with Trump and his chief of staff, Kash Patel has gone on the record saying this that we requested the troops, and a lot of people still, the media included, what's his um, name. the the guy that used to be a sportscaster the real blowhard asshole dude uh that's on msnbc um, no idea every yet but people know who i'm talking about uh-huh. um that you know even he came out again just very recently saying well no this is a lie that's you know the president was the only one that could have authorized those troops he doesn't need anybody else to say. it's like no that's not the case no that is not the case the president can't just go hey i'm sending the national guard into Washington D.C." It needs, mm-hmm. it's a double pronged system. It's like the request, Keith right. Olbermann. Yes. Thank you. Uh, net uh, oh, yeah. Uber He's douche blowhard. Yes. It's like, but you needed that request. So the tr- yeah. president actually was out in front of this because he didn't wait for a request right. from Pelosi or the mayor of DC, yeah. whatever her name is. But he was like, here, I, I'm going to give you what do you want? You want 10,000? You want 20,000? And they're like, no, no, we just need 300 for traffic detail. And only 150 will be on duty at any given time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And like, otherwise what you would have had would have been armed. I'm guessing national guard troops standing around the Capitol with a fence. Yeah. And nobody was going to be breaching that, which literally happened the week after. Right. Immediately after. Yeah. Yeah. So you ask yourself, why did Nancy Pelosi not want that? And I can't come up with anything because, you know, there's two, Answers to that, which the first is, well, they're morons and they're incompetent. But I don't Mm -hmm. believe that's the case with Nancy Pelosi. Mm -hmm. She is way too seasoned and way too power hungry. She knew exactly what she was doing. You are hitting it right on the head where they're like, this would be great to use against Trump because they just probably figured what was going to happen would be. Yeah, they're like, these
0: idiots are probably going to try and go inside, which is great. So we want to kind of pretend like we don't want them to do that. But really, we want as many in there as possible that we can point the finger at Trump causing this in two years later.
1: And then we can impeach him again uh posthumously in two years later, they still don't have a plan to deal with this. So if somebody really wants to have an insurrection at the Capitol, I don't know. Well, you know, it's like, okay, so what if about what if like 5,000 people show up with guns at the Capitol? You're getting in, because they're like, we have we haven't we don't have a plan, which is insane when you think about it. When how few people can cause what kind of damage. This is kind of like 9-11, where it's like, well, what, 10 people overall caused uh caused a whole ton of problems? You're kind of getting the same thing here because they're not ready for it. They're not prepared for it. It's like how do you not know what well, you i don't, deal
0: I, don't with? I don't I don't agree with that. I think they are prepared for it. I think that it was specifically that the word was given to stand down and and effectively let people i mean the worst thing that happened was a couple of windows got broken and a couple of doors were forced open. That was it and somebody
1: sat at Nancy's desk. It's not Nancy's desk. It's the it's people's, the people's desk. desk. Wow. Wow. That hit, harm. That hit home, man. Mm-hmm. But it did have the intended effect it would look like since people are still trying to pin it on Donald Trump. They're yeah. very afraid of him, and I'm not even sure why. Well, if things go
0: correctly, this will become the Boston Tea Party. You know, the guys that did the Boston Tea Party were all arrested, too
1: true but it reverberated it sure did and it's one thing after another and i think you know things simmered down a little bit with this midterm election you didn't have the same kind of oh no the elections weren't fair they were trying to it's great because the places what are you talking about they were totally not fair well they're not paying
0: attention to the
1: races in uh but nobody's saying it but nobody, I'm saying it. What are right. you talking about? But the public is not well. Either the public just like with the House of Representatives, not paying attention, not understanding. Yeah. How many people Here, that live in America? Here's my prediction
0: for the House of Representatives: is I think that they're going to end up uh, doing something that'll make them look like who they truly are, which is uh, they're going to do a deal with Democrats. Which would be a really bad idea. Mitch is basically going to say, look, these 20 Republicans, fuck them. We're not going to do anything with them. None of them will be sitting on any committees at all. They're going to become irrelevant. So we're going to do a deal with the Democrats and uh, it'll be just like it actually is in reality, which is instead of pretending to be Republicans, the rhinos and Democrats who are all buddy, buddy anyway." Uh, we'll just do a deal and say, great, give us, give us like 20 Democrats that will pick me and I will give you half the committee seats, have the committee, uh, not seats, but the committee, uh, uh, chair positions.
1: I can't they just reelect Nancy.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> and, uh, and I think that would be, I mean, it'd be bad in some sense, obviously, but it'd be good because more people need to see that who they vote for are rhinos. And I, I talked about this. Incidentally, I did a solo episode of uh, a, a rare solo episode of Sir Gene Speaks yesterday. Well, they, they're the best
1: when they're solo.
0: Yeah, some people say that. So other people uh, from Poland always say it's not a real podcast as if there's only one person. Um, but in that episode, I talked about uh, the fact that rhinos are worse than Democrats. Because what a rhino is doing is actually occupying a seat in a district which would choose to vote Republican. But instead, they're getting Democrat in in the sheepskin of a Republican.
1: Right, which is the most, and I've said this for years, this is the way you really screw with politics is if you have somebody that is a tried and true conservative, say, from the start, well, start Mm -hmm. running for public office but act very liberal up until the yeah. point you win the presidency Yep. yep. <laughs> then go all conservative. Like this is part of this. Sh- I can't yeah. believe nobody's done this because the game is fantastic. You can get a, you, that way you could actually get a conservative voted in Illinois or California. You can get them voted in because mm-hmm. they'll lie. And then once they get in, just go
0: Ah, now, sorry. Just, well, just th- I think that only works in one direction, which is you can lie to the Republicans. You can't lie to the Democrats. They're too good at it. Uh, no, their machine is who picks the candidates, and they pick only candidates that have earned their way into running. Um, Or they have a committee that goes out and looks for, for fresh young candidates among baristas, and then <laughs> grooms them for a, a good six months before. Yeah. And then grooms them for six months uh, before actually putting them out on the ballot. That um, does just
1: did you ever watch that video is, of aoc well you're gonna have to be a little more specific which okay, video so
0: the video where she first was
1: found i don't believe so no
0: oh yeah that video exists essentially they had an outreach group that was looking to find six young uh good-looking people that could be running as democrats and then uh, they interviewed like 160 people. They got down to their six, and that was the video I saw with all six of them. Uh, and AOC was one of the six, and then uh, AOC was the first one in that group that they placed in a district that uh, had availability. And it was it was really like a reality TV show. Like there was coaching and and you know grooming and uh, and and not that kind of grooming. You know what I mean? right. Right. Like it's, agreeing well, her for the
1: office. Well, yeah. And it's all just nobody's being uh, killed here. Maybe the it's a very Manchurian candidate. Again, it's like nothing is as oh, it absolutely. seems.
0: Absolutely. And that's the thing. This is what guys like Soros have been doing for years and years and years is using these private nonprofit groups that effectively he controls to do what sounds like if you read the description, you know, trying to educate America about politics or some bullshit. And uh what they're doing is literally, you know, Manchurian candidate like they're they're finding the right candidates. Incidentally, this is exactly how Zelensky ended up in office. And I know I've talked about this before. I'm sure other people uh have heard of it, but maybe not everybody knows. Well he was an actor. Yeah he was literally an actor and not like a great actor by any stretch. And, uh, Kolomoisky, I think is the, uh, the billionaire that originally, uh, was part of the, uh, movement that overthrew the legitimate government of Ukraine and in cahoots with the United States, um, had a lot of interest in the United States. Uh, he's a, uh, Ukrainian oligarch essentially. And so after the breakup of the Soviet Union, it's one of the guys that got rich right away because he was uh, stealing and selling state, what used to be state-owned property, which became private property. And a lot of these uh, oligarchs uh, took advantage of it. That's, that's all it is in Russia and Ukraine and Eastern Europe in general, is the the guys that became billionaires very quickly did it because they were both brazen enough, smart enough, and fast enough to take advantage of what was effectively unclaimed stuff um, uh, so there's uh, you know, like if you were running a factory, all of a sudden you became the owner of that factory and uh. If you were in the military, I know I've seen since a few of these stories and you, you had, uh, uh, been responsible for an air base. Right. A well, good gig. yeah. So that's one of the first things that happened. They started selling off all the equipment so you could buy <laughs> Russian helicopters for $200,000. Okay. How many did you pick up? Yeah, I wish. <laughs> um, no, that was, uh.
1: That's what's coming Vic, over. That's, Vic, that's why you got the
0: air raid. Right. Yeah. Victor definitely made good money doing that back then. Uh, but there's, it was some great deals to be had. Um, Elon Musk uh, picked up a couple of rockets, but then the deal ended up falling through and he said, screw this, I'm going to make my own. Um, but anyway, point being, Paul Monsky actually, Uh, realized that he himself wasn't very popular because people don't like billionaires that got to be billionaires by being crooks and he said that you know what he needed was somebody that was um sellable to the populace sellable to the people that could just do his bidding i mean if you're if you can't get elected you might as well have somebody who you're fully in control of get elected.
1: Right. Which is, that's probably why Trump is seen as being so dangerous is because he can't be bought by anybody. He can't be right. He's
0: he's already got money. And so what this guy did is he, um, his media company created a TV show and he did a big, uh, hiring thing and found the perfect actor to play the president in this TV show. And it was called the man of the people. And in that TV show, you have, I believe uh, he was a teacher. I can't remember if he was a history teacher or some kind of teacher in school. And over the course of two seasons, he ends up getting into politics, uh, because you know, he's like, he has to, he, he can't not do it for the good of the country and then becomes massively popular with the population. And, uh, he ends up, uh, ultimately winning the uh, presidency of the country. So that's, that's a TV show. It's, it was a two years worth of script and, it, and immediately after the conclusion of that TV show, it just so coincided that there was elections coming up and that Zelensky was magically on the ballot. Having never had a single political office ever, he was on the ballot for president. And amazingly, he won the presidency. Now, I'm not saying there's election tampering in Ukraine. I'm just saying it's the exact same people running the Ukraine elections as ran the U.S. elections. And so consequently, he ends up being the president. Wow, look at that. A guy that was groomed, again, not in that sense, but very much so groomed for the part, specifically by a billionaire. Who himself could never be elected. Right, he, George Soros would never be able to win any political race. No, but he can own a whole bunch of politicians. Oh
1: yeah, he, he can pull the strings on all and these marionettes, and he does. It's
0: and, all about. And money. incidentally, no, uh you know, both both have a Nazi
1: past. So what do you know? You never know. That's why you got to pay attention. And we live I, in I the era. Where it is I don't know so that's hard? Enough. No, well, it's not because we're living in the era where it's so hard to get accurate information. It is so easy for things to be covered up. When I was doing the research mm-hmm. recently on Trump asking for the National Guard troops, mm-hmm. go try and find that information. It's amazing because with the keywords that I was using, everything that was coming up was something that was within the last year, rather than going back however many years Mm -hmm. to to show it's Mm -hmm. like it is so easy to cover up things from the past to change our history without even realizing it people talk about the mandela effect when it's your brain yep Yep. when it's like oh i thought something was a little bit different well with search engines it's even easier to make it seem like the past was different than it is because people go and look like well let me check there was you know the question about what britney spears wore in the, uh, you know, Hit Me Baby One More mm-hmm. Time video, did mm-hmm. she wear a plaid skirt? And most people will say yes. And then you yeah. go back and watch the video, and it was just a plain black skirt. Yes,
0: a like, black skirt.
1: You know, the thing is, Brittany
0: thought it was a plaid skirt. Yes. And she was the one in the video. Which is amazing.
1: This is why And you that can't makes trust. me
0: wonder whether she actually did wear a
1: plaid skirt and then they changed it in post. See, that is also possible. I mean, it was a little harder back then, but now it would be an easy thing to do.
0: And would there were there two versions of that video, the original one and then the updated one.
1: It's also possible that she did a, you know, a whole part of it with the plaid skirt as well that didn't make the cut. We know they Exactly. you know, yep. do multiple things and stitch them together. Right. But this is a very important thing when you're trying to go like this latest thing. And I don't doubt that it happened, but this bullshit that California has going on where they're like, hey, well, we're temporarily going to suspend the uh, the uh, amount of time that you can use the statute of limitations. Mm-hmm. It's a, and this woman came out that said Steven Tyler did whatever to her when she was 16 or 17. Mm hmm. You can't trust anybody's brain to give you details on no. something that happened years ago. Yeah, I mean, look at the Amber Heard. Exactly. Well, I mean, there was there's a certain amount of lying that just the literal goes into psychopath. Uh huh. Well, and there are people that are psychopaths. That I mean, like, fully that believe, believe what they're saying. That's like another a, thing. An actual psychologist said that under oath. You know, people believe it because that's yeah. the way they remember it, but it doesn't mean it's accurate, but that's part of being a psychopath. Is it to just, to yeah. Believe?
0: yeah. So you have to believe with the exact or even stronger conviction, things that you yourself contrived than things that you saw with your eyes. It, it is also, very much. it's also a, uh, uh, very much a, uh, um, skill or i don't know if you call it a skill but it's also super useful in hollywood if you're an actor like the best actors are super believable because they do method acting and method acting is effectively the exact same thing that happens when you're a psychopath which is you're believing a fake reality with full uh with the same conviction that you are actual reality or you become that character it's not just you're playing the character Yeah, yeah exactly exactly so it's um there's quite a few good actors that have utilized that technique um
1: very effectively and then uh it's you know well it could probably help you beat the uh, polygraph too because oh dude it all comes back to seinfeld the episode of seinfeld which was one thing that I start going through again. So when I'm
0: mm-hmm. when
1: I'm feeling a little under the weather, so when I'm laying there with the a rewatching our show, right, trying to relax. Seinfeld is one of those shows I go back to, and the line with George when Jerry was going to go take a lie detector about whether he watched uh, some soap opera, mm-hmm. and George says, "Hey Jerry, don't forget, it's not a lie if you believe it's true. That's true. Yeah. This is how you beat the lie detector test. If yeah, you yeah, believe yeah. what you're saying." exactly
0: and that and i can totally say that's the case first firsthand
1: how many people have you had on the uh the polygraph how many um, people have you waterboarded i clearly zero what are you talking clearly, about clearly
0: zero clearly obviously zero but i i've actually uh done what you just described which is sell a lie uh when i was polygraphed by the fbi nice and to prove uh, that so, it
1: could be done or yes, were you, did absolutely you, did you prove it, that it could be
0: done and disappoint the actual uh polygraph guy yeah nice
1: but it's yep. true technology it is, is not it is actually it
0: all they're measuring is uh your body response and your body response is affected by your brain's belief in what you're telling is true or false so when you know you're saying something that's false that's when your body starts acting twitchy.
1: I mean, even if you know that all you have to do is remain completely calm, there's nothing you can do. If no. you know you're lying, it's going to set that off. Right. It's your heart rate's going right. to be a little different. Your but the, brainwaves, You can learn techniques to make the polygraph irrelevant. Which, again, all you have to do is know what they're looking for and how to override that yeah you have well it's really the only
0: one thing you need to override which is your brain you don't have to worry about doing anything else um you just need to override what your brain's doing and then um and you have to learn how to compartmentalize that's the other technique that a lot of uh a lot of people in the foreign services have to learn is um
1: how to be really good at compartmentalization so will the how to beat a polygraph be a part of the angry Russian prepper course that's going up or <laughs> I don't
0: think that's useful for prepping at all, nope. but there are tons of books that so it tell depends you what you're prepping for. Yeah. If you're prepping to go through a polygraph, I think you've got other problems.
1: It's a different kind of prepping, just like this psychopath that killed the people in Idaho. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That story is, I mean, it's not interesting, but there's a lot I think people can learn from this including the guy seemingly thought he was smarter than everybody else in the room but he still took his cell phone with him when he did a lot of this stuff which I don't even understand how absolutely stupid you would have to be to do that Mm -hmm. because when they're like well we're pinging and this is also something that people should realize when it comes to the cell phones that everybody carries around with them on a daily it's basis. Nuts. Look, if you're ever
0: gonna have a cell phone that you want don't want to be traceable, it's super easy. All you gotta do is buy a cell phone in another country.
1: It with cash would be even better.
0: Doesn't matter. But well, not with a US credit card, obviously. Right. Yes. Right. Yes. With cash, sure. But you know, in a in a way that isn't tracked back to you. But um If you do that, just about all of them will work in the U S and, uh, it's just going to show up as a, uh, you know, foreign number. And and so that could still be
1: tracked, but that's hard to put that. You can track it,
0: but good luck tracking it to anybody specifically. What you can't do in the U S anymore is you can't buy a throwaway phone without
1: providing your driver's license. Really, see, there's no more just buying with cash for like 20 years. Yeah. Damn. Well, so I mean, there yeah. are still ways. I mean, you need Wi Fi then, but there are ways to take a smartphone device and make calls over Wi Fi. Now, if you're using an, uh, a, something well, that, that isn't a major carrier, definitely not going to work because it, if
0: you can make calls with an iPhone or whatever phone over Wi Fi, yes, but you need to have an account and that account. Isn't gonna be
1: anonymous. Well then how come they can't catch half these assholes with the I tag stuff? What do you mean? With these things that they're slipping onto people's vehicles and into their purses and stuff. That there's been a lot of these where they're like, well, this happened to somebody, but there's no report that they've ever caught whoever's account that that I tag was originally registered to. Which I never understood. Because you have to register that kind of like you would a phone with a phone.
0: Um, I mean, kind of, you, you, you're supposed to, but I, I've actually read the, um, articles on how to insert your own information in there. Nice. Uh, it's really not that hard to do, but you could use the
1: i tag for that. The fact that this guy from Idaho, they're like, well, we've tracked his cell phone and it was near that house, like 11 times before the murders. Mm -hmm. and then he was back there the next morning it's like oh my god you're a moron
0: yeah yeah i mean he literally did what every tv show shows the bad guy doing
1: yes going back to the scene of the crime yeah
0: he he first scoped it out a few times then he did the crime then he went back to the scene of the
1: crime it's like oh my god well and we're also seeing that when you're committing a murder At three in the morning in an area that's not, you know, maybe downtown Chicago or New York, there's like one car driving by that gets caught on, you know, a surveillance camera. Mm -hmm. It's like this. You can't go anywhere now without being traced or tracked because you can't get in and out of an area without being on a camera.
0: Yeah, for the most part, although I don't don't know about small towns, but
1: it would be I would think it would be easier in a small town, but all it takes is one ring doorbell on the street that catches you driving by
0: right, right. that's true
1: you know it's 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 one it's for preventing crimes it's great for everybody's privacy it kind of sucks well that's kind of what it's for so it makes sense
0: but yeah there's just uh i i don't know but remember the saying that i always say is the the only thing you ever hear about criminals is about criminals that aren't very good at their job. Oh, there's no question. They got caught. What you don't hear stories about are the criminals to get
1: away. And this guy was not very good. No. You don't carry your cell phone with you when you're stalking no. somebody. I mean, and this no. is again where people I don't think realize how much information. That they're leaving behind just by taking their cell phone with you. You don't have to make a call from the area. You don't have to text from the area. Mm -hmm. If your phone goes into an area, it talks to the tower. Oh yeah, and that is all. Does that
0: even if it's turned off? They've they've demonstrated that.
1: And everything's logged. Everything's logged. So when you're like somebody gets murdered, well, you take their cell phone records and you trace that back you know, a week or two and go, Hey, show me anybody that was around them a lot. Mm -hmm. It's that easy at this point, you know, and the fact that he left DNA at the scene, which is also very strange because it seems he dropped Mm -hmm. a knife sheath that left his DNA on it. Otherwise I don't know what else they had. And it appears that the only way they tracked him was that a relative like CSB. Sent in his uh, information. Sent in the DNA to one of these services, and that's how they tracked it down to who he was. Because one of his relatives was in a genealogy database. Mm. Wow. Uh huh. Yeah. I I don't know. I mean,
0: I don't know why we're talking about how to improve being your criminal skills on this show all of a sudden. But uh.
1: <laughs> so that was, wait, isn't that what the
0: show is about?
1: how to uh, become improvised. the best criminal possible
0: uh-huh no it's in the news come
1: on i get um let's see what else we got uh we're gonna have a ceasefire over orthodox christmas in ukraine are we I, that's putin ordered it baby uncle uncle uh vlad he ordered well a, you know the ukraines aren't gonna stop they're catholic they're they're horrible people then
0: well, they that's not their Christmas.
1: That that should be a t-shirt. This ain't my Christmas. Yeah. Exactly. I had my Christmas. My wife tried to kill me by not <laughs> closing the door. I know I've bitched about this in every other show, but
0: uh yeah, yeah so give me the because I all I heard was it got down to 35 degrees.
1: Yeah. Well, we have in the uh right where I'm that's sitting good for your heart, I hear. No, yeah, it's not. It'll it'll jolt you right up. And it was cold. I'm telling you, it was like under, I think it was below zero Fahrenheit, then the wind chill and all that. And the winds were whipping. No. Yeah, it's true, man. It was freezing. I mean, it wasn't you know how cold zero Fahrenheit is this. Yes. It was what we had here. Look at the, that's, uh, look at that's the like mythical weather. I know. I mean, it's when you walk outside, it's like, oh my God, this is not, uh, Mm. I mean normally when we get a little bit of snow I like going out there. It's kind of fun to go out, you know, mm-hmm. bundle up, go out with the snow blower, but that's when it's, you know, like 20, 25 degrees. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 0 Fahrenheit is a whole new uh it's a you whole gotta new feeling. You got to watch out for snow blowers. Oh, yeah, yeah, talk about you. Don't want to have your leg get chewed off. Uh-huh. See, we've got the the new snow blowers. I think we've bitched about this before. They're just the big rubber blades. It'll just slap mm-hmm. you really hard. Well, you heard, what's his face? Uh,
0: Jeremy, the the arrow guy. Yeah. Yeah. The
1: quick guy or shot eye or whatever the fuck he is. You got to be careful with those machines. Like my parents had a snowblower when I was growing up that had the big metal blades that could have like taken a kid and spit him out. I love that thing. It'll
0: chew up branches. It'll do all kinds of shit. Uh Oh, wait, was that a, yeah, I guess it could have been a snowblower too.
1: Yeah. Well, these new things, it's like you hit something, you know, you hit a rock and it basically like snaps the thing in half it's like no i want the power yeah
0: power (laughs) yeah i had a uh well my parents had a um a tracked snowblower nice that thing was awesome man because unlike wheels like it, it it it's not gonna like pivot and go change the angle of the uh auger if it gets into something it's the tracks made sure it goes in a straight line, scraping the ground right where it was. Uh, and it had three gears, three forward gears, one reverse gear. Um,
1: and yeah, it was all metal, man. That thing will chew through branches and everything. That's what you want. It was but great. It, so we've got like almost no snow, so no chance to get the blower out yet. I'm sure we'll get yeah. some. It just hasn't happened yet. But it was, mm-hmm. it was sub-zero We got home, went to the uh, wife's family for Christmas Eve, had a nice Mm -hmm. evening, got home and I was sleeping down here in the recliner and uh, as one does. Yeah. Well, you know, we need to get a new mattress. We we bought a new one very recently, but the guy that we bought it from Mm -hmm. was a friend of the family and ran a place and he said this was Mm -hmm. a good mattress and it's garbage. And I'd complain, Mm -hmm. but he was one of the first people to die of COVID. So I mean, you can't really complain at this point. Well, he got his just desserts. I I know, right? That's sad. Um, (laughs) But I've been sleeping (laughs) on a recliner because it's like it's 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 more Uh,
0: comfortable. I'll tell you what I I I hate to make an ad for this, but uh, surprisingly, after about a decade now, I still think I I really like my mattress, and it's all it is is um, I got one of the. uh, the memory tempurpedics so that's it just like a memory foam
1: kind of deal rather no than not a, just a memory foam the brand tempurpedic now is it is there springs and then like memory foam on top is it all memory mm. foam no it's all memory foam and uh it's different different densities of memory foam throughout the mattress ah uh, so you get a little bit of give maybe at the uh, top
0: and the thing that i love is it has super dense foam on the edges so you don't have that like squishing the edge and then falling off effect
1: yeah that's what this thing has too it's horrible
0: uh-huh. it's horrible yeah hey, here's the thing everybody sells memory foam stuff
1: and they're very different do not quality.
0: buy anything other than quality brands because yes. they all suck if they if they're not made by a quality brand
1: you don't so want the el thing, cheapo
0: yeah yeah don't buy the el cheapo this was i think thirty eight hundred bucks when i bought it but and if it
1: lasted 10 years, it's done exactly. its job. So
0: 3800 bucks if it would have lasted 3 years would be shitty. But over 10 years that's like $380 a year. Who gives a shit? It's
1: like a fucking day, good. baby.
0: I don't I don't like I probably will replace the mattress the next time I move. That's an easy time to do it and it, you know, uh it's been over I think it's on the 11th year now because I bought it uh right when I moved here. So I remember the first time uh, Adam came over, well, you had a house. little
1: slumber party. You and Adam.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Totally. A slumber party. He walks in and it's each basically hair. a computer set up with all kinds of, uh, monitors and, you know, multiple computers set up and, uh, and then every other room in the house is completely empty with no furniture, no snake yet. No, no. Well, no, I had the snake. No, I had the snake. I moved with the snake. You
1: had a a computer, a mattress,
0: and a snake, and you were ready to rock. I didn't have a mattress. I was sleeping on an air mattress. (laughs) Nice. Yeah, because I didn't bring the mattress from Dallas that that, uh, I had. So I knew that within the first couple of weeks, I need to go out and buy a mattress for this place. And I had the mattress (laughs) just sitting on the floor for probably a good two years. Until
1: Which is I finally actually fine now with most beds. You don't need like the box spring and all the
0: right, right. But I eventually, I got all that stuff um, just to raise it up a little bit, make it a little you know higher off the ground, because, just to seem uh,
1: like this wasn't a meth house or
0: something like mm-hmm. that. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but that but was- yeah, I, he he thought I was hilarious that that like it looks like a normal house from the inside, but from the inside, it it does not look like a house because it just looks like it's set up as a. A gene lamp, use kind of thing. Leach, you yeah. had your computer. Oh, I had plenty of computers. Yeah, they all got moved here. Um, and I still have most of the monitors. I need to get rid of some, some I've not used in years. I've got right now where I'm sitting, I, I'm, I literally have monitors 180 degrees around me. Nice. Well,
1: that's uh, what I've always had the three. And I mean, these things are so old. It's a, a main one is a 24, which I know is small. And then two 19s, one on either side. Uh-huh.
0: But yeah. I, and I've got a 43 inch in front of me.
1: See, that's horrible. That's oh, I, how do and you do that? a couple
0: 27s <laughs> on the sides. And then I have two more 24s on one side and another 47 on the other side. We need pictures of that. So that's five awesome. monitors. I've sent you pictures. You've that's, seen them. It's a big, big, big monitors but that was yeah. Christmas Eve. So uh, I-, I find that anything more than 43 inches and you, you can't see the whole thing with your eyes all at once.
1: Well, I only have one. So, I mean, I, I guess that's why I need only half the monitor. Cause I can only see half that. That's complete bullshit.
0: You can, <laughs> one eye sees exactly the same thing.
1: Here's can except I, for can the, I mention the, a nitpick,
0: yeah. uh, a, uh, not a nitpick, what do you call it? A pet peeve. Sure. Pet peeve. Gene's pet peeve: There are so many people, especially in, in gaming, that are all getting these extra wide monitors. Like they're—you've seen them;
1: they're super, really skinny, yes, and wide, yes. Well, I saw one the other day that you can actually take it from the state where it's flat and mm-hmm. bend the thing in, which I thought was wild. Oh, that's kind of cool. I haven't seen that, but anyway, they're
0: getting the super wide monitors. They're idiots. Because all they're doing, and I've tried to explain this, people never seem to get this, is you're effectively buying only the middle portion of a large monitor. And that is stupid because you're losing the top and the bottom of the image to
1: do that. Uh, these. Uh, so they're basically taking a large monitor and taking like the mm, middle third. Yeah. Yeah, exactly.
0: And then chopping off it's not quite a third, but they're probably half. So they're they're chopping off 25% on the bottom and 25% on top. And they're like, "Oh, look at my impressive monitor. It's like a 32 by 12 ratio or 32 by 9 or whatever bullshit it is." It's like, "Dude, that is ridiculous. Not only that, it is also completely uh it like it makes no logical sense. Your eyeball sees in a spherical pattern like monitors ideally should be round if you want to have the monitor that actually provides data to the entirety of your eyeball that monitor should be round not stretched out in a thin slice what are you a freaking snake that has a slit for an eyeball maybe no there are a lot of lizard people well, they're, the, believe me, these gamers are not lizard people. Uh, lizard people are in a much better quality of person. So uh, I, it's just, it's a pet peeve for me because it, it just shows the idiocracy uh, that is, we're living among, where people think that making something smaller somehow is making it bigger. And they I think the reason for it is because obviously the marketing for all these monitors say, I'll look at all the extra space on the sides that you have that you wouldn't have with a normal monitor. Right. Well, that may have been true whereas if the actual pixel counts were higher in those directions. But they're not.
1: Bet you, so you, you GPT at, wrote the marketing. I bet you it didn't, because this is not very good marketing. Uh, but if it would you be kind at, of like what I've got here because a 24 with two 19s on the side is basically a long, skinny mm-hmm. monitor. And I would like to go further higher because that's where the space yeah, is.
0: Exactly. And so what I have is I've got my 43 and then I've got the two 24s, but the 24s are up and down, not left to right.
1: So they're landscape or no, that's uh,
0: landscape. Portrait. Is, portrait mode, yes. Portrait mode, uh, which means they're actually useful because they can show full two pages on top of each other which is nice
1: if you're looking uh, at a pdf you can have the whole page on the screen yeah where it's not small where it's not resized exactly we all need bigger monitors but that was christmas eve for me sleeping on the uh the theater chair and Got we it. bought one of these vornado things I, okay i don't remember exactly when we bought what the vornado It's a little space heater. I just wanted to try one out to see if anything was better than the Dyson. And this definitely heats up a little better than the Dyson. This all came when I realized that it costs like a buck and 35 cents or something an hour to run the furnace Mm -hmm. an hour. And it costs like 18 cents an hour to run a space heater. Mm. Of course, the area we're in is a nice wide open because there's just a railing between the kitchen and this, uh, you know, the main room downstairs. So it's, it's very hard to keep heat. In the room, it's not an enclosed space. Mm. So it's still, though, if you point that at the theater seats and turn it on, it'll stay warm in that little area. But I woke up and it was like three in the morning. I'm like, it feels colder than normal (laughs) in here. And I I mean, I like to get it cold Uh at night. I'll turn, you know, we have the automated thermostat. So I have it go down into, you know, there have been times I've set it as low as like 58 degrees at night. Because it's good sleep and weather. If you got a couple of blankets, you're good. But I'm like, this seems a little colder than than it should be. And I woke up. I grabbed my cell phone and because mm-hmm. I didn't want to wake the wife up. And I turned on the flashlight. Mm. And I went to go check the thermostat. That was the first thing I thought of. And the minute I was like three stairs up going up to the next level, I'm like, well, it's way warmer here already. Yeah. Huh. And I looked at the thermostat and it's cranking. It's on whatever it was on. And the furnace appears to be working. And I go back down. And as I'm walking towards the office where I'm doing the show right now from, I uh-huh. feel a cold breeze. <laughs> and I look up and I see that the door connecting the garage to the house, you know, going from the garage uh-huh. into the house wide open. Oh, my God. And where the garage door was closed, it's still not exactly Airtight and it was it's not uh insulated, probably. Oh, no, the garage isn't insulated at all. Uh-huh. And the wind was whipping, I guess, enough to where the door was, you know, mostly shut. So we went to bed, the door was shut, mm, and I got pushed open more. Yeah, you got a nice gust of wind. It opened the door in the garage. You had a gust of wind through the garage. This is how it was, Jesus, blizzard like, even with the garage door closed because the garage door. At, you know the main large garage door isn't exactly airtight. There was enough right. air, the wind was whipping enough that night, wow, to where it blew the door open. I guess into yeah. the house, and I like closed that, and I'm like, what the hell, and went back and of course turned on the the space heater, which wasn't on at that point. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I need to warm it up a little bit, and this has a temperature gauge in there. Mm. which is normally showing you know when it's cold maybe it's showing like anywhere between 65 or something like that down on the floor <laughs> 35 degrees is what popped up and i was like this this no wonder it felt cold
0: i'd say i would have noticed it way before that point <laughs> yeah well i was like under, hey man it's below 60 this uh-huh. is not right <laughs> it's like well you're sleeping you're under a blanket oh i would wake up if it dropped below 60 are you kidding
1: you're like this is this is something out of the ordinary well because you know it would uh you know you're ingrained now in your dna to know if it gets that cold your snake is in trouble Mm-hmm. so yeah exactly that that would be a major problem for the snake but for uh for me it was just you know this was the fun you know going through i wasn't in a a huge a-fib fit but there was you know was again was that would also maybe explain cuz when you got the afib you're usually pretty lethargic cuz you're not uh-huh. getting your full circulation i was just pretty convinced my wife was trying to kill me but that's another story uh, probably more accurate uh, tony yeah just open up the door i'm like well i'm glad it was like 4000 degrees below zero because otherwise you know if you were just at the right kind of uh you know chilly mm-hmm. you never know what kind of vermin uh, mice anything that are you know, playing around in the garage, wanting to get in, you know, or anybody really that just wanted to walk right into the house. If you can get, you'd have to get through the main garage door, but uh, you don't want to usually open the door to your home when it's zero out Fahrenheit. No, that would be freezing. That it was the coldest it's been in a long time. Hmm. The only bright side was that we didn't get the snow that we were supposed to get right as this cold front was coming in. Originally, they were like, Yeah, you're going to get like 8 to 12 inches, and we got maybe one. Yeah, I don't know why people live up there, frankly. It's it's crazy. You were living up in the Minneapolis area. as Yeah, and then I moved,
0: and I got got
1: wise. You were like, come on, it's nice. You get the different seasons. You get to experience warm. You get to experience cold.
0: Yeah, it's it's great when you're a kid. It's fun to have all four seasons. It is stupid and, and horrible when you're an adult. I don't want to drive in anything other than one season.
1: You just want it to be nice.
0: Well, I mean, warm. if you get rid of all the Californians out of California, I would love to live in California. Well, yeah, the weather's beautiful. Oh, it's gorgeous weather. It's at 70 degrees every single day. There's no winters. There's no summers. It's just
1: spring every day. It was definitely nice to, uh, that the car actually started. Cause I was kind of like, oh, this is not good. Hmm why where would you need to go to the uh, wife's family's home for christmas eve
0: well I, that, I figured it'd be nicer if it didn't start then you got an it, excuse not to go
1: maybe it's like that can't hey. go sorry thing doesn't start no uh-huh. problem
0: no exactly. problem oh, that would have been by the way i excuse. sent you a link to the temper pediopedics uh thing i might have to pick one of those up i'm telling you dude once you figure out that it, this like this will last you a decade or more the the cost factor is a lot more justifiable. Yeah. And people have thrown more money away in video games for Christ's sake. <laughs> Buying spaceships
1: and virtual worlds. Mm-hmm. No, that's how we used to, that's how we were taught to sell everything back working at uh, Radio Shack or Circuit City. One of those, it's like, break it down. Mm-hmm. Break it down to the, you know, like, well, this will last you five years. And at five years, this is only... 20 mm-hmm. cents a day isn't it worth it to you to have the best audio quality you can for 20 cents a day yeah you're just not going to get a radio shack but yeah well not towards the end for a while in the early days radio shack had some nice gear they did i had minimus sevens
0: and minimus 77 speakers at nice home. those were the best radio shack ones at
1: the time i believe they did go downhill pretty quick before they yeah before they went out of business so this would be in the 80s yeah, back in the heyday. Mm-hmm. Is that when you had an Apple IIe? You were hacking around? I never had an Apple II, man. i always had really? a Mac. So you went yeah, right I, to Mac. Well, Macintosh was how much after the two E? That was a few years still.
0: Uh, the IIe came out uh, in the late 70s, maybe 81. The Mac came out in 85. That would make sense.
1: Because I think I got the two E back in like 82 or 83, somewhere along mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because when the Mac was out, the, the the 2C came out. I still remember playing Castle Wolfenstein on a monochrome monitor. That was, mm. that was high tech at the time.
0: Yeah, super high tech. Well, of course, so did I because Macs were all black and white. Macs didn't have color at all. When Not when they came out. Interesting. Nope. The Mac 2 was the first one that arrived with color. And I want to say that was like 87. That's about right. Maybe maybe even 88.
1: Uh, It was 87 or 88. Might have been 87, because I think that's what I was using in high school. And I I was junior year. It would be 87. And I'm pretty sure that's what they had. They had just gotten into the the computer lab. yeah. 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 Yeah.
0: Yeah. Apple gave massive, massive discounts to educational institutions back then. And it was great
1: because I had already done a whole class on basic when I was like 12 or 13. Mm-hmm. so i just basically got an a in our high school uh computer, computer course with lo- yeah. me and another guy and the 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 christian brother that was the teacher was just like yeah go learn pascal or something give us a few books and we yeah. just got to play around on the Mac. oh that's good pascal was awesome i love pascal back in the
0: day yeah that's the best language man um the the other thing is uh, i was such a nerd. Believe it or no. not, no. Everybody's like, no, I can't believe that, Gene. I was the only kid in high school
1: that brought a laptop to school. Well, I mean, th- nobody had never seen them because this was nineteen fifty-seven. Super expensive. Yes, they didn't exist yet.
0: It was <laughs> it was literally a room-size <laughs> laptop. You had to bring exactly. the whole mainframe in. Yeah. uh Well, you're assuming that I actually went to school, uh you know, in my teens. True. But, True. But. Uh, I, there was, there were certainly computers in the school, but I was literally the
1: only student with a laptop in the eighties. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I remember going to one of the local high schools when I was in junior high for a computer class. And that's where I learned the basic and it was a, uh, you know, just a basic Unix system. I'm kind of surprising that the high school had it at that time. Mm-hmm. but learning all of that kind of stuff and getting to play around with all of that was kind of where all mm-hmm. of the, uh, all of the shenanigans started. Oh yeah. But it was fun. There's nobody yeah. else was really even understanding hey, it at the time. I have to, I'm, I didn't write a note to myself, so I'm glad I remembered. I have to
0: bring this up with you because you're going to love it. I am. I. Uh, you are. Um, remember I told you I bought the steam deck plus. Yes, the 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 uh, stream deck plus, not the one Steam. With, Yeah, stream deck plus with, with the, the files.
1: Nons. Yeah, because yeah, it's like yeah. all audio. It's basically seems like an audio interface, right? It does.
0: So here's the really cool part. So it, you know, it's not. It's just a controller. But here's the really cool part. What I didn't realize, because uh, until I read some forums, is that by buying that device you get a license for their audio mixer. And what does that do? And what that does is it obfuscates the need for a Motu. Oh, really? Because it creates a software-based virtual mixer that you can have as many channels on as you like, and they all show up as independent channels, to the computer. So this lets you route things any which yep. way you want. Yep. hmm And you use the little knobs to control it. Buttons and knobs. You love yourself some knobs. Some knobs. That's a and great idea. How come people aren't talking about this then? Because it's not one of their selling points about it. This is like a, <laughs> oh, and by the way,
1: oh, yeah, it gives you a full mixer. So what you're saying is for people that are using this for podcasting, this would give them everything they need to for combine, 260 bucks. It would combine your mixing board with your, yep. I mean, your, you know, mixing board. The uh, yeah, yeah. Well, well, all what, drops it's, what it's
0: made for is streamers, right? So same exact needs as podcasters. Right. You want to combine a bunch of different audio sources. Yep. And, and so what you can do is like if, for now using the streaming example, so you've got your mic on one channel, you've got uh, you discord a discord for right. your buddies, mics on another channel. You've got your video game on the third channel and you've got your background music on the fourth channel and you could do all, all the
1: mixing live. That's awesome for free. Well, free after you buy the product, right, right after you buy, but that's still compared to, uh, uh-huh. the cost of a professional motu, which are like 600 plus. Yeah. Well, if you, you still can get them at all well, these days, you still have to have an audio interface. So you're probably still adding that to an audio interface. Your 300 well, plus.
0: Okay. I don't know that you do because every computer comes with an audio interface. And the only reason we bought separate ones was because we have the fancy mics.
1: Uh, that's true. It's the XLR mics that need yeah, the interface. And the pro-
0: so what you want to look up if you want more info on this is the Elgato Wavelink. And it's the same software that they sell when you buy their audio interface. They do sell an audio interface if you'd like to buy one. Um, But yeah, you could just create however many channels you want and you can control in those channels, how much goes to your headphones, separate levels even for each channel and how much of it goes to,
1: um, uh, to broadcast. And yet you still can't figure out how to get the, channel to go through when we're well i'm streaming. not using it so you know
0: it's uh i i've played around with it i'm not using it everything like
1: nothing's running through it right now you're just pure motu action mm-hmm. yeah and our buddy boobery when we were you may have heard that on wednesday when we were live on the stream was did talking he buy about, one well he has the same motu that i have Mm-hmm. He found one used right before it was impossible to okay. to find well, congratulations these. Congratulations to him! But he was able to integrate that into the thing that the uh, Podfather Adam Curry is using now, the Rode Procaster. He Why was would able. You do that? He was able to figure out how to use the inputs and outputs that he can send things then from the PCs. So from the PC through the yeah. Mo2, but then have it controllable on the road. Uh, Procaster so Mm -hmm. you have the physical you're basically going a long way to get the Motu into a physical object that you can use the physical sliders Mm -hmm. and faders if you want Uh, okay sure I mean it's cool it's for proof of concept I thought it was awesome
0: yes I mean if you're buying the other box which is more expensive than the Motu uh, about the same price I guess why would you want to use both of them i would agree i don't like also the motu is in my opinion superior quality product with i agree lower noise levels in a uh, lower so, footprint yeah much lower footprint but but again let me just finish the wavelength conversation here so you can create all these channels and you can use audio effects and you have the standard uh you know effects that you need like an eq and the noise gate. Also, it'll literally use any standard uh, um, VST type, I guess, Adobe compatible effect. Oh, it'll use any of the plugins. Any of the VST plugins. So you can go and get yourself a strip. You can build yourself a Motu using this thing and have physical knobs, if that's what you like,
1: for controlling it. That's pretty cool because having the VST, those, the plugins, Mm -hmm. there are some fantastic. Oh yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, more, more probably fantastic for people that actually use them for music than for podcasts. Not even,
1: there's a few that I run most of the podcast through after we do the show live. I do run filters on the stuff before the end result goes out. And one of those is a mouth click. Because mm-hmm. no matter what we're all doing, though, they'll, they'll, I know. never do those. What are you talking about? Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, so it takes care of that there. I run a plosive remover because mm-hmm. your microphone is more susceptible to them. But I find myself getting excited as well, even with the RE20, which is very mm-hmm. good. Yeah. With the plosive rejection with a big foam ball on it. Yep. There are still certain times where I just hit it just right. And it annoys me to have the plosives. There's nothing worse to me than hearing plosives in an audio file. That's like the biggest sin. It's like that. There's no excuse for it, mainly because it's very easy to remove it in post as well. But mm. then I usually run a light de Not that most people, that neither myself, I don't believe, or most people I talk to don't have a real problem with the semblance.
0: Yeah, I don't. I don't think that's
1: really an issue these days. No. So it's very light with that, but it's mainly the plosive and the mouth declick. And there are some very cool one is uh I think from RX uh I forget the company name that makes these, but it's a a voice denoise which mm-hmm. basically means it's looking at that channel and anything that the little algorithm believes is not a voice, it cuts down on any extraneous yeah, noise, yeah, which yeah. is nice.
0: And- and this can use all of those, and they have. Uh, they also have their own AI-based GPU-controlled uh, noise removal. Oh, even better, using the GPU, yeah, or AI
1: GPU. It's, it's both GPU oh, and AI. It is doing it live, baby. Yeah, cutting yeah. the noise down live. Yeah, uh,
0: it, they they recommend they uh, D-gate. Uh, or a real gate so those are the ones that uh, the real gates the the one that i would probably load in that has
1: full controls of the noise gate and that's all you need is your basic noise gate compressor and you have a much better sound
0: yeah but it it also has a a low pass and high pass built in as well
1: and you can do a wet dry mix on the filter i love a good wet dry i bet you do I mean, you're still not going to get my radio voice, but uh, oh, you might. You can see now. That's when the AI is going to come in. Uh huh. It's a lot of people think you're using an AI just to lower your voice now.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah. People do think that. I I've tried a few of these audio plugins just for fun.
1: They don't don't sound good. Oh well, this is something you learn with the audio plugins from a lot of trial and error and. I've also heard this from professionals like Bandrew Scott, who does the podcasted channel on YouTube. When Mm -hmm. you look at a lot of these audio plugins, the one thing you want to know is less is better. You want to put like the very least amount of processing you can on with any of the noise reduction, anything where you're trying to remove something, you want to err on the fact of don't accidentally take part of the real signal. And a lot of mm-hmm. people get a little too heavy handed and then it sounds like you're underwater and it doesn't sound natural at all. Right. You're better having yeah. a little room reverb come through than sounding like you're in a tunnel on a cell phone.
0: Let's see how much this shit is. Uh, what's the difference between commercial license and discounted? It's a good question. Oh, if you're a, if you're making more than $20,000 a year in gross revenues. Oh, well you're making that in a week on sir gene speaks not from the podcast i'm not uh yeah here we go if you're an individual using it it's only for personal use 60 bucks buys me the whole package otherwise it's like 700 bucks
1: not bad still not bad either way
0: yeah so that that was the full set of these reaper plugins those are pretty good i've tried those before you're
1: selling this i might have to get one
0: I'm telling you, dude, that's a uh, natural. evolution. I actually got rid of my, um, my, um, uh, stream deck classic would be the way to term it. So I only have the, the, the big 48 one. button one and the brand new one. On
1: I've got the 48 now. and the other one is what? Three, six, nine, 18. So mm-hmm. But yeah, that one. And they, yeah, I got rid of it. This thing
0: has fewer buttons, but honestly the 48 has got all the buttons I ever need. And well, yeah, because you
1: can just scroll through pages too. So yeah, exactly.
0: Um, I got to look and they keep adding more and more functionality, which I love. And uh, they now let you just upload a uh, JPEG file for an image, which is great because they used to make you go through that stupid website to create the
1: picture. Oh, to create the background for the keys. Yeah. Yeah. Not that easy. Although now you can just do it direct. And it's great because you can at a very easy at a glance know you're hitting the right buttons mm-hmm. we'll so, have to check that out
0: yeah, I'm, I'm digging it man it's um and i like on the dials i have on my leftmost dial i have the uh the full app mixer so this is not using their mixer this <laughs> there's three different mixers it's going there. into the windows mixer it's it's the Windows mixer, so I can push the button down, and that switches between the applications that are currently running. And then if I turn the dial, it'll make that particular application louder or quieter.
1: Nice. Well, I've got that yeah. as well, and just directly in the the old ones without the, the dial one, with
0: the buttons. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to go so up the down. So they just let you do the same exact thing, but using dials now as
1: well. Awesome. Mm-hmm. That is. I, okay, I have to check it out now.
0: And the now I don't use it this way, but the screen is touch screen actually. So you can also just use your finger on the touch screen. Oh, and you can move it one way or the, other. wow. If you don't want the noise of the turning of the dial, the I guess. Knob. Yeah. The no- I, I hate noisy knobs, man. They're not noisy, but you know, they're not like, I'm sure there's some noise. Um, there's definitely a little bit of a clicky noise, but if you wanted to, you could also just use a touch screen. Very cool. It's a good product. I mean, two sixty is not cheap. It's half the price of a motu. But um it's a it's a good quality product. I think they make Stream Decks most of their stuff
1: is made well. Yes. Yeah, the Elgato stuff that I've had seems very For well Elgato, including this, yeah, yeah. even the screen, that's what I've got, the the green screen that pops up from the looks like a mm-hmm. big uh, uh you know old fashioned yeah movie screen kind of projector thing. You just pull it up and it stands by itself. It's great. Yep.
0: So, I got what I think is probably the best green screen concept. Not saying necessarily the company that built mine is the best, but the big, big oval concept. one that goes on your chair. Uh-huh. It is a self-stretching, so it has a hoop, uh, a plastic hoop around the outside of it. And it, theoretically, you can compress it down to a very small size for travel, which I don't bother ever folding it because I only use it here at the office, but, but it, uh, literally just slides on the, your chair back. And so it has a green screen that is literally right behind your chair at all times.
1: So don't and, spin in your chair.
0: Well, yes, yes. I mean, if you start spinning too much, then you're going to lose the green screen effect for sure. But it also means that, um, if you do have. Uh, multiple cameras, you can pivot the chair towards the camera that you want and make nice. sure that it's got full green screen. I like around. the full
1: green screen action, my friend.
0: And I like the stretched green screen more than the uh, the one on the, like a projector tripod because uh, when it's stretched in every direction, it gets a very even green all the way through because even a little bit of a uh, a fold or a little crinkle well, yeah, it shows up. Yeah, yeah, it kind of makes it. Well, it makes it more difficult to tune because you need to tune your green screen filter. Oh, you got to tune your green screens because it's not. It's going to look
1: crappy by default. It you can tune does. a green screen, but you can't tune a fish. Uh, okay, sure. But we are so, a value for value podcast. Before we run out of time here, oh, we do have a few people to thank. Three over. So we haven't done a show in what three weeks? Three, yeah. three donations. This, this is maybe a bad not do side. a show more than this is maybe a bad side. This, we uh-huh. we have to let them uh, pile up before we do another show. Yeah. But John Owens coming in with $10 and 80 cents, sir, truck driver, five sixty five, and Kevin Seifert, $5. We appreciate you listening. We appreciate you supporting the show, even though Gene tells you not to. And if it's you totally optional, and if you want to be a part of that optional group, you go to unrelenting.show slash donate yeah. i believe or just unrelenting.show all of the information is there you can do it in a variety of ways you can even boost us if you're in the podcasting 2.0 space i keep so does that work the lightning what does a grams yeah we can Some get a grammed
0: yeah. yeah uh when we're so, live yeah i got a message from adam yesterday he said hey is your uh lightning node down because i can't send you money." he was trying to send you money yeah i know right
1: just tell him to send it to me i'll
0: make sure you get it okay that might be a better way and i said i don't know i don't don't usually look at it so i want everything looked fine i rebooted it just in case and then um then he was like uh do you have liquidity channels that are balanced i'm like fuck if (laughs) i know i don't use this shit it's just (laughs) sitting there it's a waste of money frankly i i Pay more for running a node than I've ever had come in. You see, that's so why I just use every like GetAlb.
1: Yeah, every single month I was losing money, and right. and the, I should turn this into. I'm going to turn this into an Amazon gift card. You know what? I'm going to turn this into an Amazon gift card in order mm-hmm. the uh, Elgato thing because I've got over two million sats here. So it's like three hundred and sixty bucks. Sats? Yeah, three hundred and sixty bucks in sats Holy sitting shit. here. I could yeah, turn that into an Amazon gift card. How do you do that? There's a uh, website that'll allow you to do that for yeah. like 1%. Okay. So, you know, you if for th- you want 300 bucks, you'll pay them like 305 mm-hmm. bucks or something. And I gotcha. It converts it for you, which is great. Well, that's convenient. Yeah. That so they way, get
0: their anonymous sets and you get a gift card. Exactly.
1: Yeah. It works out.
0: Yeah. That's a good, good use of it. Yeah, I don't know, man. I I have no idea if my thing is working or not. If you want to, okay. Now there's and, an ISO. What if my things? Working, <laughs> I have no yeah. idea. If yeah. My
1: thing's working. No
0: freaking, no clue.
1: Could explain so why you haven't had a girlfriend to in a while. To
0: Sir Gene speaks, and turn on the uh the set streaming thing. That'll be a good test because if I see something showing up like today or tomorrow, then I'll, I'll know it's working. I'll if, ping if you a if I don't sets. see anything shows up. Yeah, I don't care what number of sets. Of, Hey, uh, like with the volume of episodes, meaning the number of downloads that I have, uh, unless people just go crazy and start putting their sats at like 10,000 per minute or something per second, it's just not going to make a difference at all. So yeah,
1: it's like opening up your faucet for a drip. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Now, when you have a show that's got massive audience and you're getting uh, literally hundreds of thousands of downloads. I could see that drip adding up yes. and it turns, and th- this is, again, this is why I tell people like donations are totally optional because it's all about the numbers game. So you can, you can have, and I see this all the time on YouTube, people that literally have like a hundred subscribers spend just as much time telling people to go on their Patreon and, right. uh,
1: you know, help them out as people that have a million subscribers. Yeah. Here's the trick up until the point you have the million subscribers. The best thing you can have. do is say, you know, Hey, instead of sending me five bucks, tell your friends that you like the show and exactly that you're going to get a lot more out of that in the long run. That's exactly what I say. And Sir Gene speaks is like the
0: best thing you can do is just write a review because the more reviews a podcast has,
1: the more chances are that it's going to be one of those random recommended podcasts. And do you uh, translate yours into Russian still? So there's the Russian version? No. No, I do not. that would be a good show. I'd listen no, I'd to that. I'd do a separate podcast in Russian. <laughs> you know, I believe that. What's yeah. that one? Because at the Angry Russian Prepper, which one is in Russian?
0: Uh-huh. Yes, that's the, the news from the Americas. Ah, see,
1: that would yeah. be good. Yeah, it would be pretty good. Huh? You could build a nice audience there. I just don't, you know, and the fact that Russia actually seems to be in a better economic state. You might get more donations from, <laughs> I probably would. from Russia. Yes,
0: the the sats coming in tra- converted from rubles might actually get up higher. Uh-huh. The Putin economy the, uh, way better time, than Biden. Dude, every time I see a video of a Russian Costco or gros- grocery store or anything like that, I'm just blown away at how much fuller the shelves are than they are here in Texas.
1: Oh, yeah. We're still every week doing the grocery shopping there is multiple items out uh-huh. of stock oh at least i'd say it feels like 10 percent, but it's probably closer to like three or
0: four percent that's probably uh, don't, about right i don't think it's really 10 but it sure feels like about a tenth of the products are just out of stock yes and uh it's different ones every time but it, the clearly their supply lines are having issues oh there's no question yeah Like, we never fully recovered from COVID.
1: Got to stock up.
0: And I don't know if it's because they don't want to spend the money to get more ahead of time or what, but the idea of there being perpetual shortages in American stores is just such an anathema. We're, We're the ones that are supposed to never have shortages. Right. And it's the other countries in the world that you should be finding shortages in. And no, they're uh, making
1: us into a third world country.
0: They totally are. This is what they want. That's the goal. Yeah, I think so. That's why you uh, tune
1: into us. Cause we tell you the truth, man. We do. And, and by the
0: way, for anybody that remembers that I made a hundred percent profit on buying rubles, I'm starting to look at the yuan, the Chinese currency. Ooh. Uh, so not, not providing any kind of financial advice or anything, but when there's a dip, in the yuan, yours truly is probably going to pick
1: some up because that shit's going to go up a lot more than dollars are watch for the dip in the yuan, and then come back next week and listen here to another episode of unrelenting if gene shows up for that one no wait no no comment on that come on
0: I was was getting uh, some drink here I thought we were done I know. I was
1: hoping you would have a pithy comment though. Oh, I'm sorry. It's not a lie if you believe it's true.